Hey, 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 what's going on, internet? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH, and welcome back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. Today, in which I'm recording this episode is January 20th, 2019, and this is the first episode of 2019. Yes, I know, I went on a hiatus for a few months, and since then, it seems like the show has really picked up in popularity. I am still catching new subscribers, and my Twitter mentions and Twitch chat is constantly asking me when a new episode going to drop, and I really appreciate the enthusiasm, but I ain't going to apologize. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't feel like there was much to speak on, and I never want to force a show. I want to add value to people's lives. Also, I've been going through shit in my personal life, and I can be a moody person, so I just needed to take a step back. I needed to have some revelations, and one of them is that uh, from here on out, I am not tolerating toxic people in my life. I don't care what history we had. If you are not happy for me, I am happy to remove you from my life. If you want to see if someone is for you, just tell them no and watch how they react. Uh, tell them about your recent successes and see if they about if they one of those uh, what about me head ass type people. I just I don't got time for that no more. Um, I'm focused on my health, being positive, growing the brand, growing a beard, <laughs> and uh, providing some of this quality content. <laughs> Anyways, since the last show, uh, we've picked up some new subscribers, and you know how we do before we get into it. I'm gonna go ahead and shout you guys out because we always appreciate people who financially support us. Uh, if you're unaware, you can subscribe to the show. For something as low as 99 cents there's a five dollar option and a ten dollar option just go to anchor.fm slash the black okage and hit that subscribe button uh special shout outs to big worm with a perm king blood surge uh tinjas dajala crazy brinkerton Derek henderson terrence a malone brandon l jumper wavy lord was popping jimbo demetrius pickens and we had an anonymous subscriber if you don't want to give out your name all right those are all the people that subscribed since the last show once again we appreciate you um let's get into the show so on today's episode we're gonna be talking about a little bit about that gaming uh a little bit about life and a little bit about music um, hopefully this is a good one. If it isn't, I don't care. Whatever. Fuck y'all. How about that? Pussy. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> All right, so on the gaming side of things, I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about Anthem and then just like other games, period. Before we get into it, I just want to do a quick disclaimer. On the video version of this podcast at youtube.com slash the Black Okage, um, there will be some Anthem gameplay in the background. The name of this mission is Present- Preventative Precautions, and this was only possible thanks to the Game Changers program. EA flew me out to Sweden, and I got some hands-on time with Anthem uh, early, and I got to capture this gameplay. So hopefully you guys enjoy this Anthem gameplay. Once again, the, na- the name of the mission is Preventative Precautions. Uh, I'm, I'm believing playing the colossus um and yeah just enjoy the gameplay but anyways what i wanted to talk about is not actually the gameplay but something with anthem that kind of bothers me and just the internet period i guess i'm just becoming an old man and it's just becoming kind of i don't know i I don't get it i feel like people are wasting a lot of the time and mainly i don't want to call them anthem haters but just people that want to see everything die on the internet is what i've noticed like it feels like everybody on fucking reddit and the youtube comments is like this fucking almighty sith lord that just wants to watch everything fail and i understand that anthem is a bioware game that's being backed by ea and ea has a bad track record especially after what happened to star wars battlefront one and two with microtransactions and all that stuff so you have every right to be uh cautious about the game uh but i guess the part that confuses me is i feel like it's gone from 
being cautiously optimistic about products to now people are just on the internet wishing death and hate upon everything and it confuses me right because we're supposed to be gamers right um at the end of the day we all just want to be entertained we all just want to have fun and it confuses me that I, so many people seem to really want to see something fail like why not just provide better feedback and hope that they listen and if it listen if something comes out if anthem is trash i'll be the first to tell y'all motherfuckers bro fuck this uh this ea game changers program i don't give a fuck about that i'll be the first one to tell you not it this ain't it bro this ain't it y'all know me if you watch my content um or listen to the content whatever um but it just confuses me um why do people want to see something fail so bad like it's just a miserable lifestyle and i guess the disconnect for me is like i've always said that um like it's just i'm i'm not a, i'm not an internet dude i'm just a dude on the internet like y'all be taking this internet shit way too seriously for me um fucking like an example is i remember when i dropped my assassin's creed odyssey review i played that game for 117 hours and one of the things i said in my review is um i first of all my review was late and i based it off the price point which currently is 30 dollars on amazon but i said whether it was 30 or 60 i would still recommend the game you don't accidentally play a game for 117 hours clearly i liked it and one of the people that responded to my tweet when i was promoting my my review and he was saying oh this game is trash because it has microtransactions you can buy xp boosts in the game and all this other shit and i'm sitting there thinking and i'm like what are you what are you talking about i didn't even know i didn't even know there were xp boosts in the game uh, and I play the game 117 hours, and that's because you never had to touch it. So it's like going out of your way to, is it in the game and is it annoying? Sure. But you could completely go and play that game and have no fucking problems and get through the story. And I put 100 hours into the game by choice. I wanted to do all the side missions, but someone like JG, he beat the game in like 60 hours. Like, it, you could still beat it in a somewhat, re- that's, I don't know if 60 hours is reasonable. I don't know. You you tell me. I don't know. There's no there's no comment section on this podcast. Don't say nothing. No, you stupid. Anyways, um, so yeah, why do people want to see everything fail? Do you guys not want want good media do you not want something to be fun um like when anthem comes out i hope that it's good i hope it i'm not gonna lie like i was thinking about this the other day like um it kind of bothers i don't want to say bothers me but i just noticed there's no game that really hooks me as of lately outside of like story driven games but once you beat it like i don't have the time to go back and beat a game on hard mode god bless your heart if you do uh but i don't have the time to go back and constantly replay single player games but so it's nice to always have like a multiplayer game on the side that you can be addicted to for a while that was overwatch for a while that was rainbow six siege um but like there i i i I wish it it was supposed to be paragon i remember we was going hard on paragon you guys know what happened to that like for like like those two years that we was playing that shit every night streaming it and like you could see that i really enjoyed that game you could see that i was really learning the ins and outs and the intricacies and i would i would like to think that um I was a pretty high level player, not like a pro level player, but definitely way above average and definitely good enough that I could commentate if there was like a, a esports scene or whatever. Um, and I just, I guess I kind of missed that feeling of having games that I just can get straight up addicted to. I know a lot of people are addicted to Destiny. I couldn't get into it like that. A lot of people are addicted to Warframe, but I, I couldn't get into it like that. So I guess I'm just looking for that next kind of relaxed multiplayer game that I can just kind of have fun with my friends. Um, and it really kind of, it's really weird to me. And I feel like Anthem has that potential to be that. And so it's really weird to me to see people that are always in the comment section be like, yo, this is going to fail EA, this EA, that. And it's like, you have every, like I said, you have every right to be cautious about stuff, but you don't really, I don't really see the point in wasting energy. I don't spend my time wasting energy on things that I don't like. Um, because once again, it's a waste of energy. You could be doing something productive. Um, so I just don't understand why people want to, want to hate on stuff. And I think the corniest thing about this all is, um, 
when Fallout 76 happened. Now, in no way, shape, or form, I am co-signing Fallout 76, but, because that game is ass. Uh, <laughs> but what I will say that I did notice about around the launch of Fallout 76 that I thought was really corny is, if you remember when the game first came out, there were several media outlets that tweeted out that and said, this game is so bad, we're not even going to do a review. We're not even going to give it the time of day, like, on some fuck Bethesda shit. And I thought that was kind of cool. And then I don't remember what major outlet did it. I don't know if it was GameSpot or IGN or something like that. Somebody decided to actually release a review of Fallout 76, and they shat on the game. They gave it like a 3 or 4 out of 10, and deservingly so. It's a piece of shit-ass game. Um, but after that, fucking every media outlet, like the review got a shit ton of uh, views. It got a shit ton of views because it was cool to hate on Fallout 76. Um, so after that... Uh, like every media outlet started publishing reviews, ones that said they weren't going to publish reviews. They started publishing, publishing videos. You know, all the video essay channels started cashing in on the fucking Fallout 76 hate. But before, nobody was making any videos. So like to me, it's just corny to hop on a fucking hate bandwagon. Like there was already a media outlet that warned everybody this shit is ass, but you guys really weren't interested until you saw that there were views involved. And I feel like that's what a lot of people are, are doing right now when it comes to Anthem. The game isn't out. You're allowed to be cautiously optimistic, but there's a lot of people that are just putting out a lot of misinformation and hating on the game for for reason just just for views i feel like and i feel like a lot of people aren't intelligent enough to understand what's going on in the community and how they're being finessed out of their views and fucking boosting up all these negative channels because that's the new that's the new trend on youtube and that's kind of why i've been i don't want to say discouraged with youtube but i really just don't give a fuck about youtube that much anymore um it used to be like on the gaming side of things it used to be just about having fun having conversations and sharing opinions about games and now it seems like there's the two most popular things in gaming right now is you either have to be a popular twitch streamer and they just hire an editor and they fucking do like twitch highlights that's whatever to me they're gonna get their views regardless because they're already big and then the other thing that's mainly popular is everybody's just doing negative content oh this game has too many microtransactions let me tell you why this dev studio is stupid uh this didn't die it was murdered it was buried alive you know what i'm talking about all that shit is corny to me and it's like and it's funny because a lot of these dudes have already been exposed they don't actually play any fucking games they just rip fucking gameplay from other people's channels and run their mouth about shit that they don't know about but uh for some reason people support it see people support it i'm the asshole when i when i talk about this shit um so the main thing is i don't want anybody thinking that i am defending anthem in any type of type of way um <laughs> ea did not pay me to talk about this shit in i'm just talking about something i've noticed about the community and i find it be really annoying and i find it to be a disconnect that people go out of their way to hate they claim to hate something but they spend all their fucking time hating on it when you're gonna be doing you can you know if you spent less time hating on something and uplifting what you liked what you liked would be uplifted more if that makes sense it's kind of like the same thing with rappers people always talk about rap is dead well like why don't you there are plenty of great rappers why don't you promote what you fucking like if you think they deserve more um and and that that's kind of that's just kind of what annoys me i just don't get people's mindsets um but i mean i guess it is what it is like i said i'm not i'm not an internet dude i'm just a dude on the internet i guess because i've been through real life shit there's a disconnect for me when it comes to a certain level of hate because at the end of the day we're just talking about video games y'all video games you grab your controller you talk shit with your friends you make shit blow up you get an interesting fucking quest or some shit but it's just video games bruh i guess because i've been through real life shit like i've been homeless fucking uh what i was about to say I've, I've gone days without eating i've been completely broke i've been through real life shit it's like what are we talking about here like shut the fuck up bro <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm an asshole y'all let me know in the conversation below if you're watching the youtube version i don't know um but that that's just kind of my thoughts on the anthem thing uh people hating on it a little too hard 
uh hopefully it'll be good when it comes out and if it's trash uh i'll i'll be the first one to let y'all know um another gaming thing that i wanted to talk about is uh dead or live six um so recently i got flown out to san francisco i got to go to uh koei tecmo's american headquarters and i got to get a hands-on preview of dead or live six i actually got to play the final build of the game and the game doesn't come out till march so i would imagine and don't quote me on it don't quote me on this i'd imagine because they told me that's the final build i would imagine that basically they're just cleaning up and optimizing and uh, getting all the bugs but the content i got to see all the content and stuff like that so shout out to them for letting me get a preview of uh dead or alive six and it was crazy too because this was going on during the mortal kombat 11 event which i'll talk about a little later um but yeah dead or alive six um i've got to play it at e3 2018 uh my first impressions i really like the I, I talked about it in my first impressions i really like the pacing of the game uh i like the fact that they're they're taking less focus on um like the jizzle jig, <laughs> jizzle <laughs> young jizzle in the chat <laughs> <laughs> the jiggle physics they're focusing less on the jiggle physics and they're focusing more just strictly on gameplay and i got to see a little bit about uh, i got to see a little bit of that with uh some of the new mechanics but i really got to see it when i got some more hands-on time because uh the event that i went to was very quiet very quaint uh we were just in, like in a room and they just let us go at it for like several hours playing the game and i also got to play against some high level players uh some former professional uh players so it was really dope um the thing that stood out to me in this build is they have this new thing called quest mode um and in quest mode basically you pick a character that you want to play with and there's going to be like a list of different like quests that you can go through and the main objective is always to defeat the cpu but then there's also like two or three like side objectives and the side objectives could be like something like get 60 percent damage with a single combo um do sidestep damage like three times in a row and stuff like that and there'll be like a little checklist at the bottom of each quest and as you start to complete it it'll start to check things off and then you'll unlock um coins which you can use to claim prizes and stuff like that but what was really cool about the quest mode that i liked and which stood out to me is one of my problems with fighting games is i always feel like they're inaccessible to certain some certain degree it's um everybody button mashes don't lie we know you like button and you know we do um <laughs> I don't know what that is. I apologize. This podcast is over. It's awful. Um, but yeah, everybody button mashes. Um, and I feel like on a high level, I feel like you have to know somebody uh, to really help you out if you're new to fighting games, to really trying to get those deep, intricate uh, things that are going on. And in the past, I've, play, I've played DOA 3, 4, 5. I always felt like it was kind of shallow. Like I said, the jizz. Why do I keep saying jizzle like jizz and shit? What the fuck is wrong with me, bro? This... I'm an awful content creator, man. Go ahead and hit that dislike button. Now I'm playing. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, like I said, it always felt like it was kind of shallow, but there's definitely more depth here. Um, and one of the things that I noticed, I was playing with, a, I think dude's name was Master. He's a former uh, Dead or Alive um, fucking pro player. And he was telling me, um, so there's this new mechanic in Dead or Alive 6. They have this meter that builds up when you fight. And you can, when you hit the right bumper on the Xbox controller, you can use that meter to basically do a special move. Or you can use it to um, cancel someone's combo and like counter them to throw them off and kind of like reset. So that uh, they can't just fucking juggle you all day. Um, but then I, I thought that was kind of just it for that mechanic. That was one of the new mechanics. But he showed me, he was like, no, there's actually more depth to it when you once you learn the more advanced mechanics. And what he showed me was he was playing Ryu. Um, he fucking, he was destroying me, by the way. Uh, he, he got me into the air and he started juggling me. And he showed me that you can actually use that same special move mechanic to cancel out animations and then extend your air juggle or your combo or your ground combo to an even longer combo. Um, so basically they have custom combos in Dead or Alive 6 and it all starts with you using the, the meter burn at the right time, uh, to create your own custom combo. So I thought that was really dope. Um, I thought that I was like, I was like, okay, so the focus 
for Dead or Alive 6, they were not lying. It really is the gameplay. Um, like I said, I really like the pacing of the game. It's really fast paced. I guess my concern with the game is at the end of the day, it is Dead or Alive. This is no Mortal Kombat. This is no Street Fighter. And this is why I was asking them, like, what's the roadmap? How would they support that? What's the online going to look like? Um, but based off what I played, I really enjoyed it. I got to touch the story mode a little bit um and like there's like cutscenes and all that stuff it's like a full-blown story mode so if you're into that you don't want to get into uh like online play they have story mode and quest mode to teach you how to play which i thought was really dope um and the game is just gorgeous by the way i played the pc version um all the character models look great uh the environmental damage is really dope bro there's so like when you knock people up against walls and freaking uh fucking big squids grab you and pterodactyls throw you around and shit like that and it sounds goofy as hell but it's in the game and it's fun so whatever um i guess my problem like i said is what is the long-term value of dead or alive 6 how will the fgc um how will they flock to this game that's my main thing um but i think it has potential i think it has potential uh we'll see when the full game drops in march i'll probably be doing a review on that and uh once again i just like to thank them for uh koei tegmo and all of them for flying me out and being able to check out the game uh let me know in the comment section below if you're watching this on youtube uh do you want to see a review for dead or alive 6 um because i would really appreciate the feedback uh like i said earlier mortal kombat 11 that was going on that was like the day before uh, i went to the doa 6 uh event uh, I know you guys want to hear my thoughts on Mortal Kombat 11 in the event. Um, my thoughts on it? Uh, it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I really don't have much else to say. Like, uh, motherfuckers was getting their spines and eyeballs blown out and it looked cool. Graphically, it looked great. Um, my boy, Trey Pound 380, he's in the FGC. Uh, he's always drowning in the pools, but shout out to him. Uh, <laughs> he was actually at the event and uh, I, I seen him uh, say that uh, one thing that he really likes about Mortal Kombat 11 is punishing people is going to be really big. It looks like they opened up the window a little bit more for uh, punishing people who make stupid moves and um, just moves that leave you wide open. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays. I'm also interested mainly for Mortal Kombat because the story. Uh, Neverrealm just always kills it. Whether it's Mortal Kombat or uh, Injustice, they kill it with their story modes. I feel like they've really elevated fighting games uh, thanks to their story content because it gets a more casual player like me into it. Uh, as far as the actual event goes, I felt like the event was completely fucking pointless. First of all, they made people wait. They said the shit started at like two o'clock, but they are like two thirty or some shit like that. And then they made people wait till like three. Um, they but basically when the stream started, they started a thirty minute countdown and they made people wait. It's like, well, why did you tell people this time when it was actually this time? Why did you just tell them that time so they, you know, you could just start the stream early and put the whatever, bro. I don't understand the point of making people wait all that just to get a little two minute trailer or whatever and then the rest of it was just a bunch of people fucking circle jerk and nether realm on fucking stream i'm so excited for mortal kombat 11 and ah, and that's cool but i think my main problem with the the actual handling of the event is they they didn't really have too many people who were able to articulate why they were excited about mortal kombat i feel like if you're gonna present a fighting game have more fighting game community people actually talking about it because it was a lot of um people it was i forgot who was interviewing like random fans but she would ask them so what's your favorite thing you've seen about uh mortal kombat 11 like it's just super cool bro like it's just super bloody and it's just like bro i can tell you're excited about the game but you're not the right person to be talking about it because you cannot art you can't articulate mechanics um this is always an argument that i've always made like you can have a passion for something and you can enjoy something but that doesn't mean you have the right to review something uh, everybody's opinion it does not need to be heard because being able to articulate yourself is an actual skill um and an example i can give this has nothing to do with fucking video games bro but i remember i was on um i was on yelp and i was looking for like a like um i was going to the sandwich shop uh i know mean, i was hungry 
I, and it was a sandwich shop and I stopped in front of it and I pulled out my phone and I went on Yelp to read the reviews on it and the top review gave the place a one out of five stars on it so then I was like hmm I was like I wonder why this person would give this sandwich shop a one out of five this place looks good so thank God I didn't just look at the one star and I actually read the review this chick had the nerve to say in her review that this sandwich shop was trash because they didn't have any gluten-free bread options uh, for their sandwiches and I'm just like bitch like <laughs> why are you going to a shop uh, a sandwich shop looking for fucking gluten-free bread like it's a fucking sandwich shop fucking it's like going to a sandwich shop worried about carbs shut the fuck up really stop just go eat a salad okay just stop i don't know where i just went with that on that tangent i apologize but um this is who i am actually you know what i don't apologize because this is who i am deal with it pussy um other news <laughs> oh man it's been a while since we did a podcast right it's been a while i apologize young scatterbrain and this bitch um so this next one for gaming this is a question that came from twitter if you're not following me on twitter make sure to follow me at mr underscore i keep it real uh i ask you guys for questions and you guys respond and then you might get used in the next podcast this one comes from at victory at victor electro um and he asked about what are some convention uh etiquette rules so if you're unfamiliar with gaming conventions, he's talking about like PAX, E3, DreamHack, DragonCon, uh, AnimeCon, or the, I, I don't know if he's specifically talking about gaming conventions, but just nerd conventions, basically, Comic-Con. You know, all these big conventions where nerds gather uh, to be nerdy. <laughs> all right, so some convention etiquette. These are just my opinions. These are not facts, but uh, I would recommend following some of these rules. So if you're heading to a convention, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to PAX East. If you guys are unaware, that's late march 2019 i believe if you're going to pax east rule number one make sure you wash your ass every day i know i know i know it sounds goofy right of course i can watch my ass tv ads. of course i can watch my ass you'd be surprised how many people do not wash their ass at these fucking events they show up they close dirty they smell and the only reason you smell them is because a lot of times when you want to get an early preview of these games you have to wait in line which means you have to be amongst the people which means you have to smell their funk I'm doing I don't want to smell it I don't wash your ass if the event is from fucking Monday to Wednesday wash your ass Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday okay you know that ah. just just wash your ass okay rule number two hand sanitizer always carry hand sanitizer on you for two reasons you want to be considerate of other people a lot of times with these conventions they have something called convention crud whenever there's a large gathering of people in one event there's always some a few assholes that bring their sickness to the fucking event so make sure you bring hand sanitizer to protect yourself because you're going to be shaking a lot of people's hands you're going to be giving a lot of hugs um so use hand sanitizer to protect yourself and you're just being considered of the general public you're trying to promote good health and of course always wash your hands when you go to the bathroom you know I was thinking about starting a series like on Instagram or something like that, just exposing people who do not wash their hands. I know this has nothing to do with gaming, but I'm just fucking sick and tired of going to the fucking public bathroom at my gym or when you're in the fucking airport and you see people just sprinkle water on their hands. Bitch, that's not washing your hands. Turn the hot water on, the warm water, wet your hands, put some soap in your hands and wash them for 20 seconds. Now, if you don't know how long that is, sing happy birthday. That's how long. Happy birthday to me. <sighs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to a real nigga. Happy birthday to me. Great. Now you are sanitized. How old are you? Let me stop. Um, anyways, yeah, make sure to wash your hands. Sanitize, sanitize, hand sanitizer. And this is coming from a creator standpoint. Um, 
one of the reasons that a lot of people go to these gaming events like TwitchCon or PAX is they want to meet their favorite YouTuber or Twitch streamer they see walking around. And I like if you if you ever met me in real life, like, you know, I speak to everybody. I give everybody my time, but also respect my time is what I would say. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other creators um, feel this way, too. Um, a lot of when we go to these events, we're networking. We're talking to PR people and, and like uh, different types of like figureheads and fucking business people that we're just trying to network with. If you see me talking to somebody who looks like they're important or they're in business where like in a booth or whatever and you want to speak to me, just let me finish speaking to that person first. Um, don't come up to me and start speaking while I'm speaking to somebody else. It's fucking rude. It makes everybody look crazy. Just wait a minute. Let us finish and then approach us. Let us finish our business and then approach us. We appreciate that stuff. Also, um, we shoot a lot of interviews and we shoot like vlogs and stuff like that. Well, not vlogs. Uh, this doesn't pertain to vlogs. This is more so towards interviews. If I'm interviewing a game developer, whether I'm working behind the camera or I'm working in front of the camera. Do not come fucking speak to me, bro. I'm on camera trying to talk to somebody. Or I'm behind the camera trying to monitor and make sure the sound is good. The fucking visuals are good. I, I can't sit there and talk to you and pay attention to what's going on. That's rude. Once again, just wait. Let us finish our shit. And also, if somebody is shooting an interview, please do not walk in front of the camera. That is the number one. One, one of the most annoying things is when you shoot a fucking interview at a convention assholes just walk in front of the camera great you're not you just ruin my footage you just ruin my fucking footage bro a lot of times like if there's multiple of us in the area we had to like box people out and try and they'll still try to walk to the camera i don't know if they don't give a fuck they're just oblivious to shit how i'm creating content works it's just rude um those are a few of them and also just another thing if you're gonna go to a convention be social bro like this is more of a personal thing this is not really etiquette but i feel like if you're gonna spend hundreds of dollars to attend a convention and some people spend thousands because they travel out of state plus they have to buy the tickets if you're gonna spend all that money enjoy yourself don't i i personally can't stand honestly when i see people and it's your money you can do whatever the fuck you want i i guess it's a pet peeve of mine I, when people go to these conventions and I see them just sitting off in the corner playing their 3DS, go talk to people, go network, make new friends. This is a, this is this is your one chance to get a large gathering of fucking nerds. Okay, get together, talk, make new friends. Now you got new friends on Twitter, and when you go to the next convention, you're gonna have somebody to hang out with, or or let me put you on the game. You meet somebody at a fucking event, like let's say you meet them at PAX East, and they're from fucking I don't know San Jose, or they're from somewhere in Cali. Well, TwitchCon was in San Jose. You meet somebody at PAX East. They're from San Jose. You guys become really good friends. You joke around on Twitter all throughout the year. And then TwitchCon comes around and you need a place to stay. You could hit that person up and be like, yo, can I stay at your crib in San Jose um, for TwitchCon? They'd be like, yeah, man, don't worry about hotel. Come to the Make friends, network, do what you do, man. Uh, keep friends in different cities. It has benefits. Um, and last but not least. The one thing, other thing that I want to talk about in the gaming section is um, Soldier Boy. Big Gucci Soldier. Recently, he's been going on a press run um, talking about how he created this and he created that. And there's some truth to it. And the shit's just honestly fucking funny. Um, I'm not here to talk about him and his rants and shit like that. The one thing that I just kind of wanted to talk about that pertains to him and gaming uh, is this narrative that's going around. So, Soldier, and we talked about this on the GI podcast. Um, Soldier Boy put out a console, um, and basically, this console is a basically, he took Chinese clone consoles, some cheap Chinese clones, and he rebranded them as the Soldier Boy station or the Soldier console or some shit like that. And these, these Chinese clones, all they is is a fake looking Xbox One X, and inside it has like a hundred unlicensed emulator games that run at fucking 15 frames per second. I know you guys have seen these. Uh, I remember I had some when I was a kid on the on Game Boy, it'd be like a one Game Boy cartridge from like the Philippines that had a hundred games on there that ran like shit, but you paid five 
dollars for it so it was like fuck it you just dealt with it that's basically what he's selling but he's selling that shit for like two hundred dollars the shit is just a straight scam it's a bad product and i'm seeing this narrative on twitter about people talking about um and he said this on everyday struggle soldier boy was talking about how um white people support fucking microsoft and the Asians support Nintendo and PlayStation, but black people never support their own business and this, that, and the third. And there's there's some truth to like, you know, supporting black business and not not supporting each other enough. But like I hate when people play the race card and there's no truth to it. Like n- like bro, nobody's supporting the soldier station because it's a bad product and it's a fucking Chinese knockoff. And I'm seeing this narrative on Twitter from people who are not of the gaming community, but they're like the super pro black business people. And don't get it, don't even get it twisted for a minute. Anybody who knows me know I am the most pro black person you will ever meet. Pro black business, all that shit. But I'm also for, I, I, I think we should support good black business. We shouldn't just support black business because it's fucking black. There's this narrative on Twitter from these fucking hoteps uh, talking about how black people don't support each other and all this other shit. I'm like, bro, if you did a fucking quick Google search, you would see that the fucking soldier station is a fucking Chinese clone knockoff. The shit is trash and you shouldn't support it because it's unlicensed garbage. There's a reason Nintendo is fucking suing Soldier Boy. It's because he's stealing shit. And I and, and one of the arguments I've seen uh, when replying to the dude's tweet, he's, he was basically saying what I was saying. So then the dude replied to him and said, yeah, well, you guys buy fucking Chinese knockoff fucking Gucci bags and all this and Louis bags and all this other shit. And uh, it's like, I feel like people try to project their habits onto you because it's like, I don't buy that shit. What are you talking about? I don't buy any of that knockoff shit. What are you talking about? Um, so it's like, I don't support that. I'm not trying to support this fucking shitty product here. Let's just support good products, period. The Soldier Station is not good. Uh, if there's going to be a first black console, I want it to be a real competitor to fucking Xbox, fucking PC and PlayStation. Some real good shit. Not fucking some bootleg ass box that's got fucking uh metal gear solid from the playstation on it running at 10 frames per second why would i who you don't love your children if you buy them that shit okay i played those emulators like i said when i was a kid once because one of my friends had them on the game boy and he paid like ten dollars he got that shit from like the philippines or some shit i played it on my game boy it had a hundred games on it but that shit ran like ass it was not a good not a good product okay let's support good business let's not just support it because it's black if it's good and it's black, yeah, we supporting it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving on to the life section of the show. Uh, I got a question from High Seeker on uh, the Anchor app. Uh, if you guys are unaware, if you download the Anchor app, you can leave a voicemail, a voicemail message for me. And if I like the question, I will play it on the podcast and we'll answer it. Or you can just follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore I Keep It Real. We're just giving you options out here. But yeah, this question comes from High Seeker and he wants to know um, some tips on hygiene. Um, let's see what he has to say. Watching some old Twitch streams, and you mentioned you gave Black some skincare tips or like a routine that you do. And if you had any tips for us, all right, this is the funniest shit to me, bro. Because like in in all my time doing all this gaming shit, I never thought that like years down the road, dudes would start asking me about like hygiene advice or whatever. But not mad at it because good hygiene is important so uh you know we about to get on this beauty shit like <laughs> like i joked on twitter i was like yo i'm about to make a beauty channel on youtube and shit i'm not really about to do that because i don't really have that many tips but uh what's the name yeah like a lot of people always comment on how like clear my skin is on fucking stream or like in real life um so it's important to take care of your skin um 
me and black be having dms i never thought i would have these conversations like he kind of mentioned earlier me and me and black be having conversations about how to how to get better skin and shit and what made him get into it like this year is he was telling me like how many women have been approaching him because he's been using some like soap recommendations that i gave him uh and he's like his skin has been a lot more clear and like women have been approaching him and like like i'm, I'm trying to put y'all on the game bro women love niggas with fucking nice skin bro i'm i'm just letting y'all know like it's 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 great to have nice skin because it's icebreaker i know a lot of dudes fucking they have a hard time i guess talking to women or whatever but a lot of women they actually approach me and they'll ask me why is my skin so pretty and next thing you know we having a conversation and i'm getting her name and a number and shit like that so take care of yourself hygiene is important because it shows that you value yourself if you take good care of yourself um but the main thing he was asking for advice the main thing that i do is i would say like 95 percent of my diet when it comes to liquids is water uh i do i do like juice but i try to limit it because like the sugar and shit like that but like all i do mainly is just drink water and that's good for your skin because it flushes your system out and your skin and stuff like that and gets all the toxins out um and then what i wash my face three times a day um in the morning and then usually like in the afternoon because i sometimes i take a nap uh and then you know when you wake up after a nap and you got like some crud in your eye and shit like that you just gotta wash your face again um and then of course after the gym in the evening and shit like that um and what i use to wash my face i use what's called and i know this sounds goofy write it down it is called black african soap i've said this on stream a million times oh why is it called black african soap that should be fucking that should go without saying black african it's literally called black african soap because the soap is actually black and then it comes from africa it's not like some double entendre bullshit or whatever the word is that i'm looking for um and this shit is really good because it's a natural soap and it has like shea butter in it uh it's good for clearing up acne it clear it cleans your skin of course getting rid of the germs and shit like that um like i said it does it cleans out the acne and it just helps your skin get more clear um i'm telling you this shit is fucking liquid gold use this shit for like a fucking few weeks i promise you you're gonna see the difference in your skin i do not use dial for men fucking irish spring that shit dries your skin out this shit fucking and cleans your skin it's natural and it moisturizes i still put lotion on after i get out of the shower but it moisturizes the skin much better and it gets your shit looking right and tight number three i exfoliate if you now know what exfoliation is that's when um it's like a type of uh cleaner that you put on your soap and it uh on your, soap, on your face and it basically cleans off the dead skin cells because when you when you take a shower every day what you're doing is you're cleaning off the top layer of your skin maybe like the first layer or two and that's removing the dirt but you have more layers of skin um exfoliation dives deeper into the skin and it gets rid of all the deep uh the dead cells um and the dirt and shit like that and it removes all the dead skin so then you have like a fresh face of skin now because this is a deeper clean uh you should only do this i recommend only doing it like once a week i do it like every sunday and i promise you the first time you exfoliate like and you dry your face afterwards just touch your face it's gonna feel so much softer and smoother you're gonna be like wow why haven't i done this shit like why haven't I done this shit before? And you can get, there's so many different exfoliators. Uh, just, just go to your fucking, I get mine out of the grocery store. I don't know what brand it is, but look in the fucking, uh, the face cleaner section and look for shit that exfoliates, maybe read some reviews and stuff like that and find something that works for you. I have one that exfoliates and it also helps with acne. Although I don't really have bad acne every once in a while, I'll break out a little bit, like get a couple zits here and there, but uh, it helps with that shit. Um, and then last but not least, when you get out the shower, uh fucking put lotion on your skin i'm learning there there are some black people out there they're just walking around ashy looking like fucking the snowman fucking frosty the snowman on your damn ankles bro what are you doing ethos what are you doing it's not right it's just the shit's just not american okay god damn it um yeah so when you get out the shower make sure you put lotion on um what's the name uh i use i actually have mine right here i use suave skin solutions yeah it's a mix of lotion cocoa shea 
uh shit it's it's good or cocoa butter works that that works too um and then also after i put on a layer of lotion on my body afterwards i also rub aloe vera gel what's the name of the brand i got the name of the brand i got is called fruit of earth aloe vera gel 100 i rub aloe vera gel on my face a lot of lotions um already contain like vitamin e and aloe vera um but it's like small percentages like this is actually it in the pure form and aloe vera is good because it fucking uh it heals your skin and it helps cool the skin and shit like that. Like a lot of times when I dry shave, um, my Andis clippers, they're very sharp. So if I'm taking my time, really trying to line up, you know, this sexy ass beard that I'm growing, um, <laughs> sometimes it leaves my skin irritated. Um, and I have like red marks and shit on my skin like that. But afterwards, if I wash my face and then rub aloe vera gel on my skin, um, it cools the skin and it gets rid of the red marks. Now, if I don't put aloe vera gel on my skin, fucking it'll leave red like scars on my face for like a week and shit not scars but like marks and i just look fucking crazy so it's really good it has healing properties in it to really clear up your skin um it's really going to change your life and you start doing these things that i just gave you right here your skin is going to start looking better women are going to start complimenting you niggas is going to start hating on you i'm telling i'm telling you your women percentage is about to go up if you have nice skin i, I promise you fucking we out here let's go clear skin boys um <laughs> so hopefully that helped hopefully that helped um and then the next thing that i want to talk about in the life section uh this is another question this one's coming from keobonic i hopefully i pronounced your name right and he wanted to talk about like women and game and stuff like that basically my question is like just tips on like talking to women because i'm more into like older women just like you man so i'm trying to get like my my game up not even like trying to just get my numbers up in terms of bodies man i'm just trying to like you know what i mean really talk to a woman like really get it popping so like any tips you got man any advice man throw it my way man thank you so much my man said yo i'm just trying to talk to women i'm not trying to get my bodies up and shit lies now nah, i'm playing whatever you want to do bro uh live your best life um all right bro i don't really be talking about this shit like that but i mean like when i say that i don't really be talking about relationships because i'm not good at those but um <laughs> I mean, look, spoiler alert, fucking, uh, the only reason I'm even talking about this is because as of recently, I've become, uh, single, uh, I'm not here to bad mouth anybody, so don't think it's about to be one of those podcasts or nothing like that, but now that I'm single, I will say them things have been on me, them things, your boy's been busy, anyways, um, <laughs> uh, let's see, game and talking to women, uh, this is just my approach, and I forgot to say this, everything I'm about to say, none of it is fucking facts, okay, this is just me running my damn mouth, you can choose to listen to me or you can choose not to do whatever the fuck you want, um, anyways, uh, let's see, for when it comes to women uh, and like like meeting women, one thing that I would help, I think would help is if you um, it's easy to talk to women when you already know you have something in common with them when you're trying to introduce yourselves. Maybe join like some type of like, I don't know, I'm going to it sounds like maybe like you're in college or something like that. If you're in college and I don't know, you're into like gaming or like anime, join like an anime, like the anime club at your fucking school and there's going to be women there. And you already know what you can talk to them about anime. So the right there, it's an easy way to break the ice. Because I think when you think about it, like when you go to something like a bar or something like that, it's like you see a fine woman and you want to approach her. But it's like, what do you say to her sometimes? Because it's it's a very neutral environment. Everybody's just drinking and eating. So it's like your approach has to be very delicate versus if you're like in a gaming club and you see some fine women in there, you'd be like, oh, what's some of your favorite games? Oh, I like this game right here. And I like this game right here. The Call of Duty and shit like that. And you'd be like, oh, true. I play that shit too. Um, so, I mean... <laughs> This podcast is awful. So, I mean, yeah, I think being in environments where you know what people's interests are is a good way to break the the ice. And then you can kind of go from there. 
Um, another thing that is really good in terms of if you want to attract more women, be focused on yourself. And when I say that, don't, I'm not saying like be selfish and like arrogant and rude, but be goal oriented. Um, like I don't, I'm gonna be honest. Like I don't chase women. A lot of times women approach me. I don't know why, but a lot of times women, I guess it's the way I carry myself or like the energy I project or something like that. And then when they talk to you and they see that you're like goal, goal oriented, they'll be more interested in you because usually I, from what I've seen, women like a dude that's ambitious or is passionate about what he's good at or some shit like that. So focus on improving yourself, uh, doing whatever you're passionate about and women will be attracted to that naturally. I think, um, and then also be humble about your goals, right? Um, the slickest shit you can do. Let me put you on the game, bro. The slickest thing that you can do from what my approach with women is a lot of times when I talk to them and they ask me what I do, like I'll explain it to them, but I won't, I won't like talk about like my level of success. I won't talk about the money that I make or whatever. Like I'll just like give her my number. She'll give me her number and like she'll follow me on social media. And then you let them find out the like the long, like don't ever don't ever brag about what you because this is kind of like a social media thing not everybody does what i do i do obviously so here's a more here's a more relatable one right let's say you drive a nice car don't ever brag about driving a nice car when you when you hanging out with shorty and she coming to your whip let her find out that you drive a mercedes just randomly then she's gonna look at you and she'd be like okay what's this nigga do like what is his job you see what i'm saying like be humble about what you're doing give her some surprises don't like it's lame as shit when a nigga just be sitting there yeah so you know i fly spaceships for a living you know i used to be captain marvel in my past life and shit you know fucking you know i beat thanos with my hand tied behind my back and shit like that she's gonna be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like just be chill be cool Show that you goal oriented and also don't be fucking thirsty, bro. Niggas be thirsty. Like I said, I don't I don't chase women, bro. Um, what one problem that dudes have is a lot of y'all like to chase women that are not even interested in you. It's got to be a mutual attraction. OK, not every woman is going to like you and that's OK. But a lot and like I feel like women understand this, but I feel like a lot of dudes don't understand this. Um, fucking dudes like what they like and they just want to chase them. like, bro, she's not into you and that's OK. Um, don't be thirsty fucking oh my god social media is the devil bro it's a lot of fine women on social media and fucking a girl will post a picture of her looking cute and shit and a thousand niggas will leave a comment talking about how beautiful she is um and you going you you think you leaving another comment telling her she's beautiful you think you gonna stand out you think she gonna be you think she you're the one that she's gonna dm when a hundred other dudes said the same shit as you bro a chick and that's just on fucking social media in real life fucking a woman is told a million times how beautiful she is uh from from real people and shit bro fucking you gotta you gotta do something else to catch her attention bro you want to catch her attention though when you're talking to a female ask her what kind of what kind of value do you add to my life because what i've learned is a lot of these women a lot of women uh they don't got hobbies bro a lot of these bitches is boring uh, and partly honestly i blame men um as a man fucking you gotta have a you gotta you gotta be good looking you gotta be in shape you gotta fucking be funny you gotta have a good job drive something nice you gotta travel you have to have all these things you gotta have your swag right your energy right you gotta have all these things going for you for a woman to like you fucking men are so fucking thirsty they've reduced it to now all a woman needs to be is fucking cute the bitch probably sleeps on a fucking mattress on the floor but she got big booty pics on instagram and now and now y'all done gassed her up bro the bitch ain't got she work at subway fucking she don't even make the sandwiches fucking she the cashier or some shit i don't know <laughs> no no yo shout out to everybody somebody gotta make them sandwiches i don't want to downplay people uh, fucking stuff i don't know why you subway but you get you get the point fucking y'all 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 settle for little shit fucking she's cute ask that chick well yo what kind of value can you what are your goals because a lot of times when we go out with women 
like it's a fucking interview. Like she's trying to figure out what are your ambitions. Ask her what, what kind of value do you oh <laughs> you ain't in school? Oh, you still live with mom and dad? Oh, you ain't got a job? Mm. Well, let me go ahead and go to my phone and see what else is going on here. Fucking watch her. Why don't, why don't he like me? Like, what the, what's going on? Like, I'm cute and stuff. And, like, he asked me about it. Now she's fucking super intrigued and shit. But you don't want to fuck with a chick like that that ain't doing nothing. Just fuck her and keep it moving. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm not. Um, So, yeah. And then stop uh, chasing women who are not into you, like I said. Um, One thing that works for me. This may not, this may not work for you. This is just me giving you some of my game. Uh, a lot of times I do not ask a woman for her number. Um, like if I meet a woman and we're talking and I feel like the vibe is right and the conversation is right. And she giving me that look, you know, that look, that little interested look. Um, a lot of times I'll give her my number because the way I figure it is if she's actually interested in me, she'll actually hit me up. Um, and because a lot of times women don't want to hit a dude up. Uh, they don't want to look thirsty or nothing like that. But I figure if there's real high interest there. If I give her my number she's gonna hit me up and like usually it'll be some shit like uh you know you meet a woman you're joking around you're having a good conversation then i gotta go to work or some shit like that and i'll be like yo it was nice to meet you um but i gotta go here's my number you're gonna text me i'm gonna tell you a couple jokes then we're gonna go from there oh boy you're so silly and shit like that i guess and then five minutes later she texts your ass and shit like that so i mean it's, it that's what i do i don't always do that sometimes i might ask for the number but it depends you got to fill out the vibe and see what's going on but yeah let's see let's recap the main thing is be goal oriented people love ambitious people and th this is not even that's not even like a tip for uh men that, that goes for women it's it's a vice versa thing I'm, I'm pretty sure you're attracted to women that have their own life and goals and shit like that so of course she's going to be attracted to the same thing i don't know why dudes complain about that shit do your thing be focused on improving yourself be humble with your goals don't sit there and fucking brag all day let people find out randomly that you really out here popping in these streets because then you're going to become more mysterious and interesting to that person don't be thirsty on fucking social media and shit um and make sure that they adding value to their life don't stop stop gassing up these bitches that live on a that sleep on a mattress fucking on the floor and shit don't got no sheets because she know how to light her damn instagram and shit her camera how to do her angles and shit like that stop gassing these chicks up fucking have some self-esteem have some fucking value and understand that not every girl's gonna like you and that's okay shoot or shoot bro shoot or shoot like motherfuckers fucking get denied by one girl and it's the end of the oh like i remember i remember i was dealing with one girl um and it was like it was a friends with benefits type of situation uh and we had went out to lunch um true story i i might have told this on stream i don't know uh, we went out to lunch and she was gassing me up. She's like, okay, I see you doing like your YouTube thing. Like you popping and shit like that. She's like, do you get stopped on the street and people like recognize you? And I was like, no. Uh, and then, uh, fucking, uh, she was like, that's a lie. She's like, you famous in this, that, and the third. Cause I really don't be walking around like that. I don't really be on that shit. Sometimes you get spotted on the street, but I don't feel the need to be extra with all the shit. But long story short, I was like, nah, I, I usually only get like spotted when I go to conventions. And that's cause those are nerd conventions, but on the streets every once in a while, it doesn't really happen that often. She's like, sure, sure, sure. Whatever. You're famous. And I kid you not like a minute later, this older gentleman and his son pulls up and they was like, yo, we saw you from across the street and fucking, uh, Yo, my son, I don't know what you do, but my son said, stop, stop the car, do a U-turn. We had to come over and meet you. My son is a big fan of the content you make. I'm going to check it out. He told me I had to pull the car over. So I took a picture with the son and the dad. And literally, this was literally like a minute or two after I told her that I am not famous. And the clout just came to me. I wish this is only happened to me once. I wish I was making this story up. Long story short, she fucked me afterwards. Uh, 
<laughs> and that was because basically she saw I was on my shit. Uh, I wasn't trying to be braggadocious about it. And then also that same date, like right after that happened, right? Um, fucking the waitress that, uh, like I said, this was a friends with benefits situation. The waitress that was serving us, she was cute. I ain't gonna lie. And I was like, yo, I was like, I asked Shorty that was with me. I was like, yo, I was like, we friends, right? Like you ain't, you don't got feelings for me, right? And she was like, yeah. She's like, all right. So it's like, you don't care if I shoot then, right? He's like, oh, she's like, oh, you talking about that joint right there that's like serving? I was like, yeah. So then I started talking to the, when the waitress came back over, I started talking to her, asking her about, you know, what she's into, what kind of hobbies that she like. And then I asked her out. I was like, yo, would you be interested in maybe kicking it with me sometime and, and doing something? And she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Uh, I was like, oh, true. I was like, I respect that. Well, I was like, I, I, I was like, I apologize if I made you uncomfortable and like that she's like no no you you're cool and i was like true true i was like yeah well uh i was like i'm gonna holler at you later so then after she walks away oh shit i just knocked my lotion over fuck this podcast sucks she walks away the waitress walks away and the girl that i was with the friends with benefits she was like you know she's like i really respect you and she's like i was like what she's like you weren't thirsty about it she's like you shot your shot she denied you and then you didn't get all upset about it and mad about it. i was like why would i be mad about it like i don't know i was like you win some you lose some um she's like no i just like you'd, you'd be surprised a lot of dudes be getting emotional and all this other shit and like i said between between the the dude pulling up with me with his son with the clout and then me just being like not thirsty about the chicken just respecting that she wasn't interested in me it made that the other girl even more interested in me so i don't know uh what what am i even talking about i don't even know bro i don't know i'm single i'm 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 lonely not really uh but yeah all this stuff that i'm telling you right now this applies to if you're just trying to talk to women get your game up uh maybe get some friends with benefits fuck around and casually date shit like that um this doesn't really apply to relationships because when it comes to a woman that i actually like all that shit goes out the fucking door i ain't even gonna lie to you bro i become a giggly schoolgirl when i actually like a girl like you'll know when i like a girl because i'm i, I just become a giggly ass schoolgirl. but if i don't give a fuck if i'm just trying to like kick it with you and shit like that i'm just like mad cool and shit and it's like whatever because i don't care if i win or lose because i don't care about it anyway um what am i talking about fuck this podcast um last but not least the one the other thing that i kind of wanted to talk about uh i don't know why i put this in the life section um but i it's more so towards gaming but then it's in life it's towards content creation all right so let me give you a i don't know if this is a gym but this is kind of the way that i think um for those of you out there that are creating content whatever you do whether it's music uh fucking twitch youtube fucking movies uh photography i don't know what you do if you're of the creative type um, I wanted to talk about one thing that is the most important thing to do when you're creating stuff is you want to make people feel something um, fucking I think like the worst kind of music in my opinion is uh, when it never makes you feel anything like I either I'd rather love a song or hate it or like like love or hate a song I hate music where I listen to it and I'm like eh, this is all right like I wouldn't demand if you had the ox chord, I wouldn't demand you cut the shit off but I don't really feel any type of way towards stuff. And the reason I don't like that is because if you don't feel towards something that a person is creating, you will never remember it. And that's the worst type of mark. I re- I'd rather be remembered for being hated than not being remembered at all, if that makes sense. Um, and like an example I can give is like, this is like random, but like, I remember one of the first rap CDs I bought was in middle school. It was fucking Chingy's first album. What was it? Jackpot or some shit like that. And like, when I think about Chingy and right there and fucking holiday Inn. Like I, it takes me back to my middle school days and it makes me remember what I was going through through those times, almost as if it was like a soundtrack to my life. Um, like I remember 
last year when Black Panther came out and fucking Michael B. Jordan gave that monologue. Like, it made you feel something. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, especially like on the gaming side of shit, they just be playing games. They don't be doing nothing. Like, if you come through to my stream, my main goal is always to create moments. Um, not every moment is going to be amazing, but if there's a moment where I can hop on it and spice it up and make it funny because I know it's going to become a clip, I always try to make a moment. I always try to make people feel something and I always try to be relatable. Um, fucking, uh, and like it, it applies to everything. Music, fucking gaming, whatever type of media that you're in, uh, make something that's going to make people think about something and that's how they'll love it in the long term uh so if you're a creator hopefully that helped feelings and stuff and stuff and stuff yeah that wasn't a lot to say um last thing i got is on the music side of things um since the last podcast i've been listening to a lot of music been in the gym you know updating my playlist feel free to tweet me some suggestions to uh, listen to at mr underscore i keep it real if you got any like albums or something you think i should listen to make sure it's on spotify uh because i'm not trying to download nothing or nothing like that um what i've been listening to uh the dream dropped an album the dream i did not know dropped an album i only knew he dropped an album because i was listening to the joe Bo- joe <sighs> i can't talk i was listening to the joe button podcast it was like a few episodes ago and he just mentioned how they were that the dream dropped an album and i was like what like it wasn't even like promoted i didn't see any music videos the name of the album is menage trois sex tapes volume one two and three it is a three disc album with 40 songs on on it and you may have not heard of this but i may god strike me down if i'm lying a lot of the songs on here is fire bro i added like i added like more than half of fucking what was on these three discs onto my playlist um it's a lot of bangers a lot of good slow joints a lot of like hard i'm telling you the joint is hard it's called menage trois sex tapes hold on let me open up my spotify and get some song recommendations off this shit let me hit the playlist uh yeah i got a whole bunch of dream shit um you got a fan is fire runaway sex uh what it look like show it tell her what it look like that joint fire fucking gorgeous pull out oh that's my shit i don't want to pull out yeah 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 i'm in that good 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 that joint fire uh <laughs> uh back in love challenger yo i'm telling you it's called menage trois sex tape volume one two and three Give it a listen if you like R&B. It's not like it's not like the corny or what some people would perceive as corny R&B where it's like super love, slow stuff like Jodeci. I love Jodeci, but I, I know some niggas think they too gangster to listen to fucking slow jams and shit like that, even though they was conceived to that music. Um, it's it's more um, influence. It's more like trap soul, I guess you could say. It has more of an influence, a hip hop influence. It's a little bit harder, a little bit more grittier, shit like that. But that giant fire, that giant fire. Um I've been listening to a local artist. I'm from the DMV, in case you didn't know. Uh, Rico Nasty. I mean, I've been listening to her, but, like, I just, for some reason, I just started, I searched Rico Nasty the um, the other week, and I just started listening to her more. I've been listening to her project, Nasty. When did this come out? Uh, this came out 2018. So sometime, probably late 2018, it came out. Uh, Rico Nasty's album, Nasty. There's a few songs I like on there, like Won't Change, Counting Up, Smack a Bitch. <laughs> thank god i ain't had to smack a bitch today that shit is fire bro uh rico rico kitty I, I don't know i love i love rico's energy um normally i don't even really like female rappers to be honest normally i do not but i love her energy i love her aggression um and then she's local so i gotta support her um but i fuck with rico nasty check out that uh that nasty album bitch i'm nasty uh that jay critch album hood favorite i've been listening to that a lot i'm fucking with jay critch Fucking brown hair, that joint fire. 
fucking the smutty intro ego quicker with offset um i don't know if you like uh oh try it with a uh, french montana and fabulous i don't know if you like that uh that wavy shit that wavy new york shit you might like that joint and then of course the 21 savage i am versus what i was um that joint is hard there's a bunch of there's a bunch of songs on there uh that i like asmr i never thought i'd see a shooter do an asmr song so i got a shout out to 21 savage that can't leave without it a lot uh 4l and then uh, i think the highlight of the album is fucking uh monster with uh childish gambino um it's it's 2018 was a good year for music and 2019 is already sh- shaping up it's just so much content to absorb whether we're talking about gaming music or whatever i'm really enjoying all of it um and that's just some quick suggestions if you guys have some suggestions like i said let me know on twitter at mr underscore i keep it real follow me on instagram at the dot black dot glokage that is g-l-o-k-a-g-e glokage um and that's all i got on my show notes so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of hokage thoughts we back we back we back i'm gonna try to be consistent the keyword here is consistent um i got some new artwork in the works uh because like this uh image that i've been using for hokage thoughts was just kind of a placeholder but i got some custom artwork coming that i think people are gonna like for the for the podcast uh i'm trying to make this one of the biggest podcasts out there man um people are fucking with it hopefully i'm adding value to your life if i am please just share the show you don't gotta do anything else if you want to do more you can consider subscribing going over to anchor.fm slash the black hokage uh they have the 99 cent option the five dollar option and the ten dollar option but if you don't have any money that's fine just tell a friend to tell a friend share the show let's help help me grow um because like i said uh i don't know like the current state of youtube um the only thing that really pot that really prospers on youtube is like negativity like just having fun with your friends and goofing around like it doesn't really seem to do as well anymore and i kind of just want to be on some more positive shit talk about what i love in gaming um joke around and shoot the shit and uh be on twitch at twitch.tv slash the black hokage um and that's all i got to say this has been um what is this what, what episode is this i think this is episode 13 yeah this has been episode 13 of hokage thoughts uh tell a friend tell a friend share the show um and i will see you guys on the next episode of hokage thoughts, thoughts.